You're listening to The 98 Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The 98 Podcast. I'm your host, Kieran. And today I'm joined by Jeronica Macy, the co-founder and CEO of Nirvana Soul, a coffee and tea shop here in San Jose. Um, We're so excited to have you here today. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for asking me to be a part of this. Of course. excited. Yeah, we're so excited to have you here today to talk about your coffee career and Nirvana Soul. And before we get into all of that, for more information on Jeronica and Nirvana Soul, please follow them at Nirvana Soul Coffee. And you can check us out at 98.podcast. Check out our website, our LinkedIn, our TikTok. Alrighty, let's get started. All right. So we wanted to start off by first asking you some questions about your coffee career Um, and starting with, are you a Bay Area native? Is have you been living here for a long time? Yeah, I'm actually from San Jose. Um, Been I mean, I was born in Las Vegas, but I've been in like San Jose since maybe six months. Um, Went to all schooling out here. Um, Did move to Sacramento for college, but then came back uh, 10 years later, but San Jose is definitely home. Okay, awesome. I'm in Sunnyvale, so we're neighbors. Yeah, um, hey, neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I did see that you, I'm not sure if we'll talk about your um, your schooling and everything, but I saw that you went out of state, so I wasn't sure if you were local here or if you went out and then came back, you know, so that's great to hear. So you have a huge long history of working with coffee which I love I've always wanted to be a barista I would always apply to like Starbucks and everything when I was in (laughs) high school and even in college and I never like got that experience but um your work with Pete's Apple as like a barista and then your manager position at Grace Coffee Roasters and Scooters Coffee what what interested you in even you know taking that journey into coffee and all that. (laughs) Yeah. So I've always had like a love of coffee. Um, If you go back to us being like me and my sister being as young as like five years old, we spent a lot of time with our great grandmother who every morning would have coffee and like make this special bread or some type of like, you know, oatmeal. And she would give us like the last bit of her coffee back then we would put a lot of cream and sugar in it. Um, But it was our time together. So I always just love like how coffee just kind of brought people together and, you know, you just felt good. And so later on, when I was able to get a job, I um, applied to Pete's Coffee in Willow Glen and I ended up getting a job and right away, I loved it. Um, Back when I was a baby, everyone, you know, I was just out of high school, everyone that was like in college or older. And so um, they kind of took me under my wing. I feel like because I was so blessed to have um, the team that I had for my first experience. The team was diverse. The team was just like on it. They really took me under their wings to show me the ropes of like what to do, how to be. And I just fell in love. So I knew from that moment on, I wanted to, you know, be in coffee. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, you know, I went on this uh, long journey where I would leave coffee, come back to it because I would, it would be like a calling, right? Like this is what you're supposed to do, but I didn't know how to, um, you know, get to a place where I was able to, you know, open up a shop. So I just, you know, kept putting my head down, working in shops, 
learning everything I could learn, um, building my confidence in that way. I'm most confident when I'm in a coffee shop. <laughs> so yeah, my journey has gone from you know, Pete's to you know Apple, working at LinkedIn, um, Scooters, Grace, Voyager Craft Coffee. Um, so a lot of different coffee shops I've hopped in at and um, just you know gained a lot of knowledge. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like I feel the same way. And I, I mentioned to you earlier that I love coffee. That's I'm known for two things. It's coffee donuts. <laughs> so um, I, I just love the the feeling of being at home when you're at a coffee shop. And just like I think in general, in our culture, too, we're always like, hey, do you want to catch up and grab a cup of coffee? Yeah. It's just so in our like society or in nature mm-hmm. just to feel at home with coffee. Um, so that's really wonderful to hear your, um, journey with that. So going now into your college experience, um, you have a degree in psychology, is that correct? I do have a degree in psychology. So it's funny because like the, the two things I love is coffee, like you said, but also just like the study of the mind, like having people together, having conversations, breaking down some of those like barriers, you know, to have those hard conversations that people normally don't have. Um, And so I did go um, to get my degree in psychology, dropped out of my master's program because I just, again, like had that calling for coffee. But definitely if I wasn't in coffee and it wasn't so on my shoulder to like follow this dream, then I definitely would have tried to be like a licensed therapist, you know, um, a Christian counselor of some, uh, some sort. I see. I see. Well, I feel like there is a whole psychology, I don't know, <laughs> a psychology of coffee or like how coffee affects your mood and your like everything. It just makes so much sense. So you were expecting to become a psychologist or a counselor in some sort of way if you yeah, I mean, funny story though. I mean, coffee didn't get the respect back then as it is now. I mean, it's still growing. So, you know, coffee wasn't looked so much as a real job, you know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, I did feel like, you know, I had a little pressure to like finish college and, you know, go on this journey of like doing something that was a little bit more respectful that people can understand in their mind. Okay. Yeah. She's a therapist. I get it. Um, versus like, Oh, she wants to open a coffee shop. How cute. Um, but I think there was a point that I realized like, this is what I want to do. We have one life to live and we just got to figure it out. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I, I agree with you. Cause I feel like the traditional route is just going to school and getting like a mm-hmm. corporate job or like a you know, being a doctor or something like that. But uh, I feel like society puts so much pressure on that. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that we should just be doing the things that bring us joy. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing about that. Um, Now kind of shifting gears and talking a little bit about Nirvana soul. Um, Mm -hmm. What is this new innovative way of bringing coffee shops to life that you've created and what has been your mission with this? Yeah, we'll start with our mission. Our mission has always been and is uh, bringing, you know, the power of coffee to just bringing people together in that way, um, because it's important. Um, I think that we live, especially being here in Silicon Valley, everyone um, is like, go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm super thankful for the pandemic because it was able to get people to kind of calm down and, you know, just take their time with things. Um, And we wanted to create that experience when they come to the shop. Um, 
We want people to feel seen and we want them to feel, you know, be seen and heard. Um, and we want them to feel like joy when they walk in. And so we're like, well, better way to do that than to just be us, you know what I'm saying? Let's bring in the bright colors. Let's bring in like the gold. Let's be, you know, chipper. You know, when people walk in, we're always yelling like, welcome in. Um, and really get to know our customers and really, really build a community instead of saying, that's what we're going to do. We're going to actually do it. Yeah. No, I would say like, especially during this time, I feel like that makes a difference. Uh, you know, with the pandemic, everyone's been locked up for so long. And yeah. that little trip to the coffee shop is people's escape. And so yeah. it's really wonderful to hear um, how you've adopted that and made it sort of this community experience. Um, so you had your grand opening in San Jose in 2020, right? Yeah, 2020. Wow. So it was in the middle of the pandemic. Um, how... How was that process like opening during the pandemic? And then do you feel like that sort of impacted the growth that you were expecting? Because I'm assuming you had planned this prior. I think I read that you it was like a 10 years in the making. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you wanted to touch on that a little bit. For sure. Um, definitely the pandemic happening was very scary. Um, me and my sister Bianca said early on that we want to push forward with this dream no matter what, because you know, it would, it would just not feel good to like, just give up when you put, you know, so much hard work in. So we're just like, we'll just go and see like what happened. Um, that was the biggest joy is that we didn't give up. Um, it was in the middle of the pandemic, our loan and everything had closed. Um, when there's all this, you know, what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we continue to just keep, you know, moving ahead, cheering each other on because there was bad days We're human. Um, but I would have never expected Nirvana so to blow up like it did, like not in a million like years. I think it was the first time a lot of people had um, left their homes. Um, the way that the community showed up for us, like even to this day, is probably like, you know, it makes me a little bit emotional because I was like, it was great, you know, um, to just know that people saw, you know, what we were trying to build, what we were trying to do. Um, especially at that time um, when everything was just so unsure, you know, to many people around us. So it was, it, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. I would say I'm a business student. So they, they teach us about like right timing to introduce products and, you know, services. And I feel like it was so well timed. I, I mean, I mean, it would have been ideal if it wasn't the pandemic, but the yeah. fact that you adopted that and you sort of brought this comfort to people and the community, I think that's wonderful to see. And I, I just remember, um, you know, like everyone was posting about it at the time. Like it was such a social media, like trend to go there and experience that. I don't know if that was planned on your end at all, but it was, well, the thing so about it, which I always say was one of the smartest yeah. things that my sister did is that before, like a year before we opened, we had started a social media, um, about it. And so people were following us, our journey, you know, we put the good, the bad and the ugly in there. So you get to see like the ups and downs because we're like, Let's just be transparent. We've never opened a business before. So let's just put it all out there in hopes. There was it's two parts. It was one, holding us accountable, making sure that we were going to get this business open. And two, it was to share if anybody else was trying to open a business or trying to do something great, you know, that they could see that, you know, it's going to take time. There's all kinds of good and crazy in a situation 
but we can do hard things, right? So we just got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that because so many people have been following the journey, it was pretty great to see them actually come to the shop too. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that's a great point. I I feel like there's so much power with social media nowadays yeah, that like yeah. you you used to have to pay for visibility and ads <laughs> and now you can do it organically and yeah. at your own pace. So that's great that you were able to leverage that. Um going a little deeper into um Nirvana Soul and sort of like coffee in general. Um I feel like coffee is just a very staple beverage. Um per- I don't know if it's particularly in the Bay Area, but I feel like it's a huge part of my life and I know as college students like that's our go-to yeah, beverage absolutely. always. Mm-hmm. Um so how did you all per- position yourselves in this market to stand out and be more unique? with the flavors the story I do think it was I mean a lot of it comes from just experience you know I I am a person that likes to just try different things Mm -hmm. I have a saying in my shop like you know um if the braces are creating a drink I'm always like let the people decide uh being that I don't have to be the only one taking ownership that is their shop you know as well and so if they want to you know get their creativity going then I'm all here for that too so we all kind of come up with drinks um, together and that makes it more fun too um but we do have like certain things that we wanted to bring in like my sister doesn't drink coffee so we brought in tea um but we spent a lot of time working on recipes um, um probably a little bit more than that's like normal like I've worked in a lot of different shops but we want people you know I'm always like coffee super expensive so mm-hmm. we want to um have something that's going to bring you know give people ways to think outside of the normal box for sure. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. And I think um, just with your launch and your brand, like the colors are amazing. The (laughs) design, the logo, like props to whoever designed that on your team. It's just everything's so iconic looking. And so I was just wondering with that, plus like the different items that you do sell coffee and tea, what are some popular items that you would actually recommend to anyone that's listening? Yeah, so as far as drinks, um, um, we'll start with the honey lavender. I think it's just a well-balanced drink. So if you ever visit Nirvana Soul anybody's, please get that drink. Um, it, I like it hot. I love it with oat milk. Um, another popular one is um, my manager made. It's called the Ube, Ube Latte. Um, it is just pretty to look at, you know, not just, it also delicious, but it's um, like purple. The espresso top is on the, on the top of it. I recommend getting that ice also with um, with uh, oat milk. Um, and then we have our celebration latte, which was like my first baby. We bought that just to, you know, celebrate. I didn't think it was going to be on the menu like long term. I thought it was like a grand opening drink mm-hmm. um, just because we wanted people to celebrate with us. And that is just a latte that is uh, that tastes like cake batter. So very similar to a vanilla latte, except for it has cake batter notes, not overly sweet. But I would get that with macadamia milk, so um, hot or ice. We also offer um, waffles, which no uh, coffee shops were doing that at the time. I, you know, I didn't want to get you know stuck making avocado toast or just to- different toasts all day. And so we did our research into bringing some sweet and savory waffles. So there is such a hit. Um, yeah, definitely worth trying when you um, stop by for sure. 
Awesome. That all sounds really good. And I've, I've seen like people post photos all the time and everything just looks so aesthetically beautiful (laughs) and I'm sure it tastes as great too. Uh, So kind of going back a little bit, uh, when was the idea first created for Nirvana Soul? And um, if you could go into why is it named Nirvana Soul? (laughs) Yeah. So the name Nirvana Soul goes back over 10 years ago. Um, I wanted something that was going to bring people together that was joy. And so Nirvana is actually a Buddhist term um, for oneness. Um, I'm a a very spiritual person at the end of the day. Um, And so I was just like, okay, like Nirvana sounds right. And I talked to my best friends at the same time and they're like, that's the name. And then we just added the soul part to it because I felt like it just went together. You know, we are all souls. (laughs) So Nirvana soul was just a, you know, it just rang. And so I just started speaking that and manifesting it and made business cards well before I even had a business. And um, yeah, that was the name we went with and, you know, it works. Wow. Awesome. Um, I know that you have a frequent like blogs that you post kind of updating the community on the various things that you're all doing. And I think in 2022, you mentioned that some of your goals in the upcoming year is to open two new shops, step up your content game and get into big box office retail. So I just wanted to follow up and see if you have any updates on any of these three goals. Yeah. I mean, we're crazy dreamers. I mean, you kind of have to be, um, to be doing anything (laughs) that's amazing, but, um, we have opened up a roastery, which is, um, where we roast all of our coffee. It's also an office space and it's also, um, uh, you know, we set up a podcast room there too. And we are working on the second shop. Hopefully it should be open um, in about, I want to say maybe four weeks. <laughs> Ooh, okay, <laughs> so well. really soon. It could be before that. It could be a little bit after that, but it's definitely well on its way. Um, and we have been into um, spaces as LinkedIn. Um, and so we're constantly looking to put ourselves out there um, so, you know, hopefully when they be inside of like Whole Foods or bigger spaces. And so, yeah, we're totally like working on that. Okay, awesome. That's exciting. Four weeks. That's a, and that's the Cupertino location. That is a Cupertino location. Correct. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I think <laughs> we can time this episode up around that launch. So I'll bring some more traffic, hopefully. So beyond just coffee, you also host open mic events and artwork, right? Um, where did this idea sort of come from? Yeah, well, the, before we um, bought this uh, coffee shop, it, the old shop that was there before was having open, they already had open mic, uh, open mic, sorry about that. They, of course, have their own spin on it. But one of my favorite movies is Love Jones. Um, it's based like in the 90s with Nia Long and Lorenz Tate. <laughs> I'm going to date myself, but it it was like based in Chicago and um, they would go to this like poetry like club and it just was just so like, it was such a vibe. And I was like, I want to create that vibe. It wasn't so hard for me because like I'm saying the community is so amazing um, that people just came in droves. Um, so a lot of the things like, yeah, the, we had the pink ceiling, the green tile, you know, those were things that like we wanted to, you know, decorate ourselves, but like the talent that's on my staff is so unmatched. Like everyone's singing, poetry, playing an instrument. It's amazing. So you have that, 
But then you also have the community. I mean, they decorated our whole shop, like all the art that you see when you go in there. Um, my sister put up a call on our social media that, you know, we were looking for muralists and artists. And they, like, again, come, came in droves. Um, they, we changed out the art every three months. Um, and for a lot of these people, it's been like their first time ever being in a space um, at all. And it just blows my mind because they're so talented. Like, I haven't seen one picture where I'm like, what is this? Everybody's artwork is amazing. Everyone that does open mic is like on point. And again, it's like the team taking ownership too. So we have a project coordinator, Joy. And then we also have Eli who does our waffles and our comedy night. So everyone's kind of just working together, making sure that we're building this safe space um, for the community that people can come out and feel loved and, uh, you know, do their thing and show their talent and whatever that looks like, you know, hopefully good things happen for them just from putting themselves out there, which is pretty dope. Yeah, no, that sounds really interesting and fun because I, I feel like when I would, when I was in high school and I would go to local coffee shops here or in San Jose, I wouldn't see that as much. And maybe that was because that was like eight years ago or something, <laughs> but I would see that a lot in San Francisco. And mm-hmm. I loved how they integrated the community into their business and everything. So I love seeing that here too now in the South Bay. So that's awesome to hear. Sort of going into now the topic of representation and diversity, what does diversity mean to you from a coffee shop perspective? Yeah, I have wrote some. So I'm going to just read what I had wrote. Yeah, of course, of course, go for it. So um, we wanted to create an um, inclusive space where people can be themselves. Um, and really that was just the main part. Um, I don't feel like coffee should be intimidating. I feel like it should be something that, uh, people of color want to come in and try. A lot of times we get lost in the sauce. Um, you can go to other places and feel like overwhelmed and it shouldn't be like that. Um, it should be accessible to everyone. And I think that we do a really good job of just making sure that everyone is like, seen and heard and feeling celebrated and feeling like understood. And so that starts with me, that starts with our staff. Um, That's just how we want to run our company. And I think we've already touched on this question before, but if you just want to touch on it again a little bit. So how have you brought the greater community together? Okay, I think just by being ourselves, I honestly think that um, we share everything. And I think that we show people that you could really do hard things, you know? Um, and we don't really say no to a lot of people, you know? People are serious about the things that they're working on. They want to sit down and talk. I make time for them. Not, not a lot of people make time for me um, or my sister when we're on this journey of building the company. And so I told myself early on that if people have something great that they're working on, you know, like we should at least like hear them out or at least, you know, show them like, you know, or lead them to people who can help them out because I think that's the that's the thing um, a lot of people are not doing, especially you know mm-hmm. with people that look like us. That's just the honest truth. Um, and so I think that just me being that person, as well as just having an amazing team, hopefully it inspires people to get out of the their box. And hopefully I'm doing a good job of playing my small part in bringing people together. 
Well, I, I hope and wish that people thought more like you too, <laughs> because I've, I've noticed that too, like not everyone has that mindset of like, if I can just help someone a little bit, even if I don't get anything out of it, you know, that mindset is so important and needed in <laughs> this space. So I appreciate you and your sister doing that on behalf of our community. So I wanted to touch on also this uh, Earthquakes and Nirvana Soul video collab that happened, um, I believe, this year for Black History Month. And I wanted to ask you what it was like to collab with such a big local brand and what your experience was like with that. I love the Earthquakes. I think that they're just a good, like, organization. I think that... um collab then doing a collab with them was a lot of fun again like we always try to include our team in as much thing as possible so again mar made that dream she's again one of our manager um at the store and we just have a lot of fun with it you know i think having you know those hard conversations the the, the diversity in both you know um, nirvana soul and like you know soccer it's just bringing people together so i think for me it just made sense um and so I was really happy that they reached out to us and we were able to work with them. And yeah, they were just great. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. I did see the, the, the earthquakes to drink. I'm not sure if that's something that you do sell um, in your location, but that looked really great. Yeah, I mean, it was good, pretty similar to the Ube Latte. Um, so um, yeah, I don't know if, if we still have the ingredients, but if you go in and you ask for it and they have it, of course we'll make it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so nice. Like, I don't know that many coffee shops that would, you know, well, I mean, there are customizable things, but the fact that you're so unique and experimental with your beverages, like that's awesome. To see. <laughs> that makes it more fun. I'm always like, yeah. you're spending this money. Let's just try it. You know, if it doesn't like taste good, then we can always get something else, but you might be onto something. Some of the customers help us come up with our drinks too. It's okay. not just us. That's what keeps it fun. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and then sort of talking about Black History Month, but last year, um, I saw the blog post you uh, wrote um, or your sister had written where you received uh, the $10,000 grant from San Francisco 49ers and Visa. Uh, congrats on that. Thank you um, so much. Yeah, of course. And how, how are you incorporating that into like your initiatives and your overall mission of supporting the community and everything? I mean, I think on a day to day, we you know, uh, definitely our community, you know, we're, we're here for the community, you know what I'm saying? That's just every single day. Um, we got that grant. Thank you for saying thank you because we didn't know anything about it. So it was just like a little, it was so funny because we spent so much hard time trying to get money to get this business. And as soon as we opened up, people were like, here you go. We're like, that's so, so great. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy how that works. Um, yeah. But yeah, we just, like I said, it's just constantly just wanting to inspire people to put themselves out there. Um, and so with everything that we, we have and we do, we try to like just share with like the people who are constantly supporting us for sure. Gotcha. And I, I know this wasn't listed on the uh, present questions, but I just wanted to know a little bit about some challenges you've all faced. So I know that with the pandemic, that's a huge challenge, but you overcame that. Um, but if there's anything that you, you know, day to day or just in general with opening up a coffee shop in the Bay Area or a business. Yeah, I think um, some challenges personally for me has been like 
making time for a rest. We're a self-care company, you know? Um, and sometimes I forget that even though everything starts with me, I'm a leader. So what I do matters. And so I think uh, for me, it's just really getting into like a nice flow, making sure that I'm like taking care of myself and I'm getting sleep and I rest and we live in this society where it's like, hustle, 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 go, go, go. And I'm just like, no, because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be good for anybody. And I want to be around for a long time. (laughs) So it's important that I'm um, being a leader in that way. Um, And so as far as challenges in the shop, it's just that we're just only getting busier. So it's just balancing out our flow, um, making sure that everyone's getting the best experience possible every every single time they come into the shop. But those are just learning obstacles. I think that, you know, over time we'll find like our little flow. Um, Things were closed. Now things are open up. So now we're seeing, okay, like, you know, we got to step it up just a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's a interesting challenge to have when you're a self-care brand in a way. And, you know, you have to remember to self-care yourself. So yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we have a couple of fan questions that were submitted to us. Um, and I wanted to start off, well, I have some on my phone from today, <laughs> but um, one starting off with uh, what is your favorite beverage from your menu? Yeah. So my favorite beverage is I'm, I'm boring. <laughs> I honestly just like a regular cup of coffee, black or an Americano, but if I'm like going to spice it up, then I can do uh, Africano, which is a cortado, or a honey lavender with oat milk, hot. <laughs> nice. See, that's how you know you're a real coffee like fan. It's like you go for the original, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I, me I just too. go based off my mood, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, okay, so someone asked, uh, oh, what makes your coffee shop stand out above the rest? Yeah, I mean, we are definitely some hype men for sure. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be having a good time. We're going to, like, be super excited the moment you walk in in the door. Um, we take pride in that. It's not, I think that's something that, you know, there's something about hiring just really amazing people, um, people who definitely align with our mission. Um, it is to give people the amazing experience, have them feel seen and heard. And we, like, customer service, is everything to us. So um, yeah, I think that we really do stand out that way with for good reason too. Another person asked, what made you want to start your own business? Yeah, I mean, I, it was kind of one of those situations like you've been doing this for so long, what is the next step? Um, but I've always wanted to have a coffee shop, even you know since I was really young. Um, it was something that was just inside of me. I do believe that we all have something inside of us that uh, it just, it's like a burning, like like a light, like you have to at least try. Um, I was really um, blessed that my sister was, a, you know, willing to come on this journey with me because uh, she is more of a pusher, you know, like I was the one that's like, uh, I don't know, how do I do this? Um, because I wasn't getting a, a, you know, a lot of good responses from people who were like, okay, let me help you or let me like show you who you can talk to for this or that, mm-hmm. um, but I, I love being a business owner. I love working for myself, and yeah, so it was just time. Another person asked, uh, "What are your future goals and visions for Nirvana Soul?" 
we're crazy people. So we always say we want to have like 20 stores. Um, where that would go from there, I don't know. Um, we, we're having a lot of fun finding location, having people send us like, you know, um, available like locations and growing. Um, so we want to just grow as much as possible. Um, we want to create opportunities for the people who want to be there long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to grow out of our, you know, grow out our grocery, uh, you know, situation, bring more people in. So we just want to be able to provide, um, you know, jobs and grow as a company and travel and go to some of these coffee farms and, you know, just have an amazing time. I know we didn't get to ask this earlier, but um, are your ingredients locally sourced or? Um, so some yes and then some no. I mean, our coffee comes from all over the world. You know, our green beans, we have a roaster. Our head roaster, Alex, she does roast the beans into making them some of the coffees that you guys love um, for the shop and for retail. But um, yes and no. <laughs> awesome. Gotcha. Well, I just wanted to say like, I, I just did this research report in my grad program and it was about coffee and we were testing the different things that people look for in um, the Bay area, at least um, in terms of coffee. And I would say like, there's definitely growth and potential here. So Absolutely. I hope you're able to like open up a shop everywhere in the cities. Yeah. And I'm so glad that it's just near me, but I still have, I'm just mad that I haven't still had the chance to go. But well, I'm gonna it's go. totally going to be a treat when you yeah. stop by for sure. And like I said, you can always just like reach out to me and then like we can meet up and I can give you, you know, the, my personal treats that I like. So you can know what's, yeah. how we can put you on. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to follow up with you on that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, awesome. Well, that concludes our fan questions. Uh, I guess moving on to our last little portion of this interview, um, I just wanted to get to know, like, how do you stay motivated during this entire time? Um, I know that seeing your vision probably come to life is a great motivation factor in itself, but what else out there keeps you motivated? Yeah, to be honest with you, my team keeps me motivated. Like I said, there's something really special about having a team of dreamers around me too. Like I said, just mm-hmm. all of my baristas are super, super talented. In fact, Joy had like reached out to me before this podcast to say good luck, but she's the one that's like having a concert, I want to say tomorrow, because she's an artist. Um, and so I think that um, they really inspire me and motivate me more than they know or probably can ever imagine. I know people think like, you're the CEO, you're the, you know, the top person, like who's inspiring you, but no, there's inspiration all around me from customers to our staff to like my family, my best friends. Um, yeah, all day long. <laughs> That's really great to hear. And then just to wrap things up, is there any advice you have for people listening? Our, our audience tends to be graduate, uh, recent graduates or college students. So it's always great to hear from local business owners, how they've, you know, how successful they've made it. And like any advice you can give to that new generation of people who are trying to manifest their goals and dreams out there. Yeah. The the thing, and this is a quote that you guys probably have all heard. And it is, you know, the only difference between the successful and not successful person is the non-successful person gave up. You know, the successful person just has to keep going no matter what. I mean, you have to just know there's going to be obstacles because that's just life. 
But if there's something that you want to do, there's not a person, there's not a, you know, a thing that can keep that from you um, if you're doing the work. Um, and so I promise you, if you're doing the work and you're walking the walk, then eventually the doors will definitely open up for you. Um, you can do hard things the way we say that all the time because it's so true. Um, people are not always going to believe in you guys. You have to be willing to just walk and keep on your path anyways. This is the one life that you get. So make it a good one. Live out your dreams. Do the things that you want to do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I feel like that's just a beautiful way to wrap up this episode. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. It was so great chatting with you. And I can't wait Gosh. to meet you in person. Yes. Um, and for everyone listening, please follow uh, Jeronica and Nirvana Soul at Nirvana Soul Coffee. And you can check them out in their San Jose location and hopefully a new location in Cupertino. We'll find out more information. But awesome. Thanks again for being here. And thank you everyone for listening. Until next time. Bye bye. <laughs>